His Morning Crew with Rob, Allison, and Jim. You're still a daughter. You're still a son. No matter what, God's with you through all this mess that we're hearing with Hurricane Florence right now. I'm Rob Dempsey, along with Allison Storm and Jim Mann. This is His Morning Crew. All of Seacoast Church's 13 campuses across the Carolinas will be impacted by this storm. That's more than 10,000 people in one church. 11 of those campuses have currently suspended operations. Pastor Jack Hoy III, he's, he's on staff there, been there for eight years, but been a member for more than two decades. He joins us live from his home in Mount Pleasant. Good morning, Pastor. Good morning. I understand that you and your wife are evacuating with your two boys later today. How are you feeling about all this? I just, you know, looking forward to being on the road, getting things uh, wrapped up where we are and uh, getting to a place where, uh, well, Hopefully we can have some fun with the boys and not worry about it for a little while. Yeah, right. Now, you've been around the church for 25 years, but I don't think in 25 years you've ever seen anything like this in a hurricane come through to the Charleston area. No, well, cer- certainly I haven't. Um, you know, Hugo predates me. Uh, we weren't in Charleston uh, then. Uh, but, you know, yeah, I mean, whether it was Floyd or Matthew or, you know, any of the near misses, yeah, it certainly feels like this is a little bit different. I've already seen your pastors posting updates on your social media and and your website about your plan for offering relief after the storm. So why Mm -hmm. is it so important for you as a church to have this relief in place? Well, you know, uh, I mentioned Hurricane Hugo, and it's interesting. Um, Actually, uh, some of the first uh, relief efforts that we offered at Seacoast Church were after Hurricane Hugo. Uh, we launched Seacoast that Easter, and by September, Hugo hit. So, uh, hurricane relief has been part of the fabric uh, of who Seacoast is from the very beginning. And uh, we, we really want to. Um, we want to be able to serve where we are, and we want to serve where we're needed. How do you see the church impacting after this? I mean, I know there's a game plan on how to help out the community. Yeah, well, so, um, you know, after the storm and and we, you know, after uh, the storms last fall, uh, we really kind of ramped up our efforts to mobilize and and help in the areas that were affected. And it's going to be the same here as well. Anyone who is uh, interested in joining our efforts, uh, whether that's donating or joining a team, uh, can head over to seacoast.org slash relief. And that page is going to kind of detail everything that we're, uh, we're involved in doing, uh, whether that's distribution, helping in repairs, um, uh, helping uh, people in need, whatever that might be. Um, and we've also been in contact with other churches, churches in Florida, Alabama, around the country who are uh, offering to step in and assist us after the storm is over as well. Yeah, this is when you see the real church mm-hmm. come together, you yeah, know? Yeah, that's right. I, I'm curious about your own home. You're all boarded up, everything all prepared? <laughs> we're getting there. We're, uh, we're going to kind of wrap up preparations in a few hours and, uh, yeah, hope for the best. What stories are you hearing from Seacoast members about what they're experiencing? 
Well, right now, everyone is kind of just in the middle of, uh, you know, their own evacuation plans and preparation. Um, I think that at this point, most of our staff um, in the uh, kind of the greater Charleston area is gone. Um, and that's kind of where we are, you know, uh, the uh, disaster relief operations team at Seacoast Church, you know, we're working to uh, make sure the plans are in place, that communications are going out, uh, coordinating with campuses and our people to make sure that information is going to all of our campuses and all of the people in those communities um, so that they can understand what's happening. Um, but, you know, right now, you know, we're really... Um, wanting people to, uh, you know, check our website for information, but really make sure that they're uh, taking care of themselves, their families, following guidance from state and local officials. Pastor Jack Hoy III, thank you so much from Seacoast Church. If you go to our website at hisradio.com, we'll be able to connect you up so that you can get the help that you need, whatever you need to do to connect up with uh, the aftermath of Hurricane Florence, and we're definitely praying. One thing I'd love to do for you that, since fear seems to be a big thing right now, is play this song from Zach Williams because he addresses it right head on. Fear is a liar. Rob, Allison, and Jim. Oh, my word. Hurricane Florence. Yeah. I mean, all eyes are on it. A lot of people had to boogie out from all throughout the Virginia coast and North and South Carolina. Over a million people. Mm. I wonder if you're caught up in all of that, too, and you had to leave everything behind and get to where you're going. We'd love to hear from you. See how you're coming along at 800-447-7234. We saw Wayne Christian School in uh, Goldsboro. They're not in school either. They had to boogie out, too. But before they left... Check out the elementary students, the, the, the K-5 and 6th graders that actually did this. That's Ryan Stevenson's song, man. And that just bring you some hope yeah. that in the middle of they know what's coming and, and instead all these students at the Wayne Christian School in Goldsboro decides to sing Ryan Stevenson's song. That gives me goosebumps, man. And that can really be our anthem You're during right. this moment. Yeah, as there's we prepare. certainly hope. And we've got that in the middle of the eye of the storm. We're going to find some peace and comfort today. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. It sounds like a movie to me, but it's real life. Yeah. And it's attached to his radio. You pulled out the tra movie trailer voice for that one. Well, his right. radio general manager, Alan Henderson, found out a few weeks ago, thanks to a MyHeritage DNA test, right. that he has a brother in France he never knew about, Andre. This is just remarkable. And I know you've been kind of connecting with Andre, and he is super excited to get to know you, Alan. He is. He doesn't speak English, and I don't speak French. So that's you know been kind of a barrier talking directly to him without an interpreter. But he's learning. He I is. saw pictures of him he, studying. He, I mean, four lessons a day so did. that he can communicate with you in English. That should be really interesting. <laughs> How's it going for you? Um, not so well. No, no, no. Yeah, I just you know. Well, I I think we're going to test it a little bit. Oh boy! Mm. As we as we have a round of Alan learns French. You know what will help? Uh -huh. A beret. Uh, Why don't you put on uh, the beret? Yeah, you do have a beret. I've it played never the part. Worn a beret, so is this? <laughs> oh, perfect! It's like you're oh, in for it. Nice. So we, 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 we. Salut, salut. <laughs> French fry. <laughs> <laughs>
Great. All right. So I gave you three French phrases that will okay. help you when you meet Andre in person over in France. So why don't you go ahead and read the first one in French? Okay. Uh, Avez-vous from Allons Chercher de la Nourriture? Oh, okay. Mm, that's nice. Google it, Translate? What do you say Alan just said? Do you have famous looking for food? <laughs> You have famous looking for food. Mm. Wow. Well, actually, what Alan was trying to say is, are you hungry? Let's get some food. Oh, oh close. It was close. Very nice. Yeah, I should be able to find food easily. Then. Yeah. Okay, you got another one. Okay. Uh, Paris es magnifique à Alomé, Alan's Vordes curiosities. Mm. You sure about that? No. Okay. Google Translate. What did he say? Iris is beautiful to the man with the cow who laughs at 7 a.m. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> is okay. that what you wanted to say? No, no, no. <laughs> no, you were actually trying to say, Paris sure is beautiful in the fall. Let's go see some sights. Oh. Uh, oh okay, that's nice. One more. Salut, Ferry. Jesuits Telemont Conde Detail Recenter on Carazon. Oh, do we really want to know what he said here? Okay, Google Translate. Hi, little brother. I'm Iron Man in the rain sound. Well, oh, wow. right. I'm Iron Man. Iron I'm Man. Iron Man. All right. Wow. You'll be impressed. I think what you really were trying to say is, hello, brother. I'm so glad to finally meet you in person. Mm. I'll have to practice on that one. That's Iron good. Man. Can you, can you say what's about to happen? Uh, yes, I can I can say it. I mean, we, we're, the details are still coming together, but it looks like we'll be going... To Paris next Thursday, dude. My sister and I, and uh, one of my cousins, and my wife now will all be going. Uh, thanks to my heritage, and we'll be going to Nancy, France. Ultimately, go to Paris and then take a train to Nancy. To and that's where we'll meet our French wow. French family. Mm. So, well, I mean, he has more than a week. He's going to be fine. Oh yeah, you got this. We're going to help you <laughs> oh, along well, the way. I, I need to. Yeah. Really, I need to. You know, maybe do some work. Let me tell testing, you. Some testing. Yeah. The hat is great. Uh, does it? Should I wear it? Oh yeah. I mean, I'll fit right in, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Wear it as you evacuate <laughs> since Florence is coming. Oh, that's true. I will. Yeah. Yes, thank you. People will have pity on you oh, and take yes, you in. Sure. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. If you're new to the family, you may not know that his radio is not just heard here, but nine different cities throughout the Southeast, including all up and down the coast. I mean, we're talking from Savannah, Georgia, through Charleston, Myrtle Beach. We're into Fayetteville, Raleigh, Durham. A lot of the impact of the storm is going to hit just about everywhere that you hear his radio. And a lot of people had to evacuate from cities that his radio is heard in. And so we're very grateful that together we have the opportunity to live out some hope and don't have to live in fear fear through all of this stuff that we're experiencing right now with Hurricane Florence. As a matter of fact, we're hearing from folks at 800-447-7234 that are greatly impacted by the storm. Yeah, Joyce said all the students at the Citadel Military College in Charleston had to be evacuated. My son, who was a junior at the Citadel, arrived home safely. Oh, that's good, Joyce. So good to hear. We're hearing from Rich as well. What's going on, Rich? Good. Love your show. Hey, I'm wondering, uh, for folks like myself who might have additional space uh, in our home where we can put a family up or two and just figure out how to go about doing that, I wonder what the best way to communicate that is if there's a resource to put that out so that folks can see it or hear it and say, hey, we need to connect and, you know, obviously just give them a place to stay and ride out the storm in the North Georgia area. You know, if there isn't one, there needs to be. It really does, yeah. That's a great idea because there's a lot of people that are like, hey, I got extra room. Mm. Yeah, Rich, actually, uh, you're you're in Toccoa, Georgia, so he's in Toccoa. 
in case anybody needs a place to stay in Tacoa mm -hmm. and have evacuated. At least there's Rich, a nice man and a nice family, too, which is good. It might be a little better than staying at a shelter, although I know that's the only option a lot of people have. Yeah. Oh, my. Well, hey, we're here for you at His Radio. We're going to pray through this thing together. And if you need prayer as the storm slowly approaches and makes landfall, know we're here. Our prayer line is always open at 866-987-7729. And use our resource that's on the website at hisradio.com. You'll see Prepare for the Storm or go to our His Radio app. And there's some good, helpful tips there for you as well on how to prepare and get your kit together. More than just pretty voices. Glad that Stephen Curtis Chapman spent some time with us. You know Stephen Curtis you Chapman. You know, I remember when Stephen Curtis Chapman brought home his youngest from China, hmm. Stevie Joy. And it's, it's hard to believe for me that she's getting ready to drive. Here's what he said earlier. We have one in the nest, Stevie Joy. She is 15. She'll be 16 in about a month. So we're down to our last month of me having to roll out of bed oh, and drive to school with a, and she's driving. So trust me, I'm praying a lot. <laughs> I'm sure you are. It's, so it's, it's, it's great for your prayer life. It was like yesterday she was just a baby. <laughs> now she's driving. Uh, well, Jim, you've been around the block a few times with the teaching how to drive. Is I it good for been. your prayer life? Yes, yes, it, it is. I have uh, my youngest daughter is turning 15 this month, and she's chomping at the bit to get that learners, wherever you get these days. Mm -hmm. so, oh, whatever you get. So you've been out, like, giving her lessons? Yeah, yeah, and she giggles the whole time. Why? Because she's just a happy little girl. That's or, sweet. Do you really know how to drive? I mean, do I know how to drive? You know all the rules? Well, yeah, they've changed it since I've learned. I was going to say, I mean, no offense, but it's been a while since you've taken the test, isn't it? <laughs> Those dirt roads when I was doing it. Yeah. Well, let's, listen, <laughs> let's just test them. Okay. Okay, let's do a round of Does Jim remember the traffic oh, rules? No. Okay, are you ready? Yeah, I'm going to yeah. give you multiple choice. It shouldn't be that hard, just like a test. Okay. All right, here we go. Mm -hmm. When you get ready to leave an expressway, Jim, mm -hmm. should you begin to use your turn signal just as you get to the exit ramp, 50 feet before the exit ramp, 100 feet before the exit ramp, or when you see cars behind you in the exit lane? Oh, Which one would it be? 100 feet. 100 feet. A hundred feet? Mm -hmm. I remember and that And the one. answer would be a hundred feet. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. wow. He knows this That's stuff. amazing. Okay, another question. Hmm? What does a flashing yellow light mean? Uh, a, merging traffic. B, proceed with caution. C, pedestrian crossing. Or D, come to a full stop. This one drives me crazy because most people don't seem to know this, but it is proceed with caution. Nice. Got it. Yes. Oh my God. Haven't changed that wow. rule. Good. Okay, playing around since he's getting ready to teach his daughter Jim on how to drive. Does Jim really know the traffic rules? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Next question. Hydroplaning can occur if you're going as slow as listen close, 35 miles an hour, 45 miles an hour, 50 miles per hour, or 60 miles per hour. Uh, it's always slower than you think, so I'm going 35. 35. How's he doing yes. this? Wow. And that's good knowledge as the rain is coming. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. I think this one might get him. You must obey a blank over all others. A, police officer. B, steady red light. Mm. C, flashing red light. Or D, stop sign. This is simple. And most people seem to be confused these days also. But if the police officer is saying, come on through, 
You listen to him. Or oh, my goodness. You're on fire. Okay. I'm going to give you one more. Okay. All right. So listen close. Do not get this wrong. All right. What does a slow-moving vehicle emblem look like? Mm. Slow-moving vehicle. Is it a red square sign, a round green sign, a diamond-shaped yellow sign, or a triangle orange sign? Don't be fooled. Think about this. Usually, it's, it's if it says Buick, it's a slow-moving car. <laughs> but I'm going to go with... Uh... It's the orange sign, the triangular orange sign. The orange sign? What final answer? No! Oh, dude. What? It's the triangle orange sign. That's what I, what did That's I what say? That's what he said. I just wanted to have oh. him win oh. one wrong. Oh. Yay! I guess Whoa. I'll have to give it to him. Perfect oh. score. I, I keep my license. Wow. Can you teach me how to drive? No. Oh, great. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Glad that churches are leading the way when it comes to the evacuation along the coast. As a matter of fact, this is what you'll hear Seacoast say on their Instagram page. So we don't know what's going to happen or what the impact of the storm is going to be, but seacoast.org slash relief has been set up. If you want to volunteer or offer your help, please sign up there. Or if you find yourself in a position where you need help, seacoast.org slash relief. Let's continue to pray uh, that this storm will go out to sea. That's Pastor Josh Sherratt from uh, Seacoast Church. And you can see that their church is just really leading the way as far as we got to get out of here. Because they have a lot of campuses that are right in the path of that storm. Mm-hmm. A ton of them. I think a lot of people are going to see them as a place to go for hope after mm-hmm. the storm as well. And they're just ready to do that for people. Rob, Allison, and Jim. Okay. Got this great text. See, Allie is like the discount grocery store queen. It's true. She gets all this stuff. And so we hear from Will. <laughs> and Will's wondering, he, he's asking you directly, Allison, okay. about the mouthwash that he has in his house. It's expired, he says, in April 16. And uh, he's wondering if it's okay to use because he actually has been using it for the past couple of mornings and he is still alive. <laughs> Wants to know what you think about it. I'm so glad you're doing well, Will. <laughs> uh, and you know what? I wouldn't be worried that this would like hurt you or harm you. But the thing is, the active ingredient isn't going to be as good as okay. it was back in 2016. So the mouth is really not smelling as good as it could be. Yeah, it's probably not killing as many germs these days. Mm-hmm. But go ahead and use it. It's okay. Expired <laughs> Food will not kill you. <laughs> or mouthwash, <laughs> right? Which brings us to another round of discount grocery store discovery. Come with me to the grocery store. Oh, come with me to the grocery store. I'll meet you there forevermore. Come with me to the grocery store. Oh, I like it. You are. Okay, so I've been really trying to keep my eye out for food that Jim Mann can eat because he's doing this special paleo thing, right? Yeah. How's it going for you? Great, thank you. <laughs> but, I mean, it must, you must have so much temptation all around you. I mean, staff meeting, we eat cake every week. I just pray while you guys are eating sugar. Okay. Well, this mm-hmm. has no sugar, so oh, give it wait. a try. Got one for you too, Rob. What do we have here? It's a little snack. It's grain-free, gluten-free, soy-free, nut-free, MSG-free, milk-free, except this one what? does have some... Um, Parmesan in it, Jim. So it's paleo friendly. I just want to be clear about that. Okay. Can you All have right. can you have friendly, Jim? I I am a very friendly man, so yes. Okay. <laughs> so give it a try and then I'll tell you exactly what it is. It's almost like a beef jerky the way it looks and feels. Mm. Let me try. Mm. Mm. Well, not bad. They even taste like a jerky. It's pretty good. 
Mm-hmm. Well, this is called Wild Zora's Meat and Veggie Bar. Not the prettiest food you've ever eaten, but it's a low-carb snack. And it's made with uh, grass-fed beef, sweet bell peppers, kale. Ooh, I just spit a little bit. Sorry about that. Ow. It's all over my nose. Okay. Mm. You like it? I have the meat and veggie bar. It's nice. Yeah, we Not all bad. have the same one. Oh, okay. I didn't check if this has an expiration. Expires. When? Mm. Oh, February 24th of 2018, so it's a little <laughs> old. It's not as old as a mouthwash from Will. That's true. And if you bought this in a store, it would cost you $2.99 for that little packet. How much was it? 50 cents. All right. Come with me to the grocery store. Oh, come with me to the grocery store. I'll meet you there forevermore. Come with me to the grocery store. Oh, I like it. You are. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. So we have Kim along with us. What's going on, Kim? I just wanted to tell you I have a little cat story about a... Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Kim, wait a minute. You know, Jim Mann, who is our producer, has a really strong feeling for cats. So this gives us an opportunity, since Jim has this strong feeling for cats, to have a guest cat story teller. Wow. Hey. All right, Kim. My friend, what is this story? We had some cats at our work, and when one of the cats got, we didn't know where they were. They were feral cats, of course, but um, one of our employees was leaving one day, going home, and she heard something in her car. She got out and found this little cat, and she named it Axel, and she still got it. No way. (laughs) What a great name. Axel. Axel, that's brilliant. I just thought I'd share that. (laughs) That's an excellent cat story. You you know what we're going to do on your behalf since you shared a cat story? What's that? The cat song. Cat hangs out in your house. House cat. What kind of cat hangs out in the alley? Alley cat. What kind of cat is a chocolate candy bar? What kind of cat are you? What kind of cat are you? Tell me, tell me true. What kind of cat are you? I'll give you those clues. Come on. What kind of cat are you? Toast my whiskers. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. It may have as many carbs as a bagel, as much sugar as a Hershey's chocolate bar, but we still love the pumpkin spice latte. And it takes me back to two years ago when Stephen Curtis Chapman joined us and he wrote this amazing ode to the pumpkin spice latte. A latte made of pumpkin spice Makes me warm on a cold, cold night Enjoy it by a fire strolling downtown. It's even nice to turn a smile to a frown. Pumpkin spice latte. Can I add some of my mom? There's nothing else to say, cause I don't really know what I'm doing. Don't try to take away my pumpkin spice latte. Why are we still talking about this? Because it was amazing. Do you remember how this worked? Like, random people texted in phrases, and he just, bam, made a song. Oh, I know about the song. But why are we still talking about the pumpkin spice latte? What? Whoa. Are you American? I don't even know what to say to that. It's like, what? It's the 12th. The thing came out in August. I can't be hearing properly. (laughs) I I just hear, wah, 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 wah. That's all I hear. That's all I hear, too. Okay. (laughs) Boy, pumpkin spice latte is great. Yeah. I hear him again. And thank you, Stephen, for the song. Drinking is good The PSL he's talking about. Drinking is good Pumpkin spice latte. Everybody, sing along. Nothing else to say. Nothing else to say. 
don't you even try to take away my Break it down. pumpkin spice latte. Very emotional ending there. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Almost seems like anxiety is an understatement for mm. a lot of people, right? I mean, over a million people had to evacuate and still are. We were talking with uh, Pastor Hoy the Third from Seacoast, and he's getting ready to go to Tennessee a little bit later on this afternoon because they were getting their church ready for what they're going to do after the storm in the Charleston area with Seacoast. But we're kind of curious if there's anybody that you know or you've been in the middle of the evacuation yourself. We want to know how you're doing at 800 800- 447-7234 and how we can pray for you. Karen's along with us. What's going on with you, Karen? My father-in-law. Oh, no. He was at Myrtle Beach Grand Strand Memorial Hospital and he was air back yesterday to Augusta, Georgia. Wow, that had to be scary to think of him evacuating like that. Yes, very much so. He had had a knee replacement back in June. He's had his bladder removed because of cancer and he's had lung cancer and all. He's 74. And they went down... Um, for vacation to their condo and was going to ride the storm out, but um, then Sunday night he was put in the hospital with a infection in the bloodstream and a kidney stone. Mm. So they had to air back him out yesterday to Georgia. How is he doing over in Augusta now? I talked with him last night and he is doing a lot better. The night before last, it was very scary because his blood pressure bottomed out. Uh, but they did get a tube inserted into his kidney and all. He seemed to be a bit, a little bit better last night, praising God. And his pastor up in Bowling Springs, his associate pastor and his wife is riding down today to see him. Oh, that's so good. That's a long drive, too, from Boiling Springs to Augusta. No, Karen, we are praying for your dad big time here at his radio and everybody who's had to evacuate. You know, we just got an interesting text. John wanted to know if his radio's towers have backup generators. Uh, John knows our story well. Thank you, John, for the offer. I can tell you not all of them have backup generators, mm. especially some that we have along the coast. His, if you didn't know, his radio is like in nine different cities, and there's, boy, 20-some-odd, 30-some-odd uh, frequencies that his radio is on. And so we're poised in a position to offer a lot of hope during the storm. As a matter of fact, we had a share coming up. We just postponed it. We're like, we've got to focus on need, not on ourselves right at the moment. And so, John, we're going to get back in touch with you so we can let you know mm-hmm. what that need could be at one of these places because you know there's a generator somewhere that would need to be had at one of these uh, places along the coast that we have a tower at. So thank you, John. You are absolutely amazing. We're kind of curious about you. Uh, join the conversation this morning, 800-447-7234. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. With all the hard facts of storm team coverage, Jim Mann once again has the hard facts about something this morning. <laughs> that makes it pretty wide open there for me, yeah, Rob. Yeah, it sure you. does, doesn't it? Well, in a little Chinese village... There was uh, a villager, which is which makes up a village. He was cleaning out some plastic bottles, using some soap, and uh, he made a little mistake. Uh, he let too much soap go down the drain there in the village. And so when it rained a little while later, suddenly there were soap suds everywhere in this little village. There was more soap suds than people in this village. What do you mean? Outside? <laughs> yeah, it just came up through the drain system, I guess, in the village. No way. And there's just mounds and mounds of soap suds. How much soap did this guy put down the drain? A lot. That's all I know. A lot. 
I can't speak Chinese, so I couldn't get the information out of him. I don't think it has to be that much. You don't? Okay. This no. is like mountains and you mountains did, of suds. You didn't see the mistake that I made a year ago in the dishwasher. What did you do? Well, my wife bought fancy soap, and I thought, oh, this is the new soap for the dishwasher. Uh-huh. Oh, it was no. that that uh, that that fancy stuff you guys get for the bathrooms around here. Oh, the, the, the fancy Mueller. stuff. What? Anyway, so I put it in the dishwasher. <laughs> I put it in the dishwasher. Hand you, soap? No, 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 not hand soap. But it's they Toilet they cleaner? they make a dish soap from this hand soap company. Shaving cream? No. <laughs> and so I put it in the dishwasher, and then all of a sudden suds oh. start coming out, and the whole kitchen was suds. Oh Your village. no! Your yeah. Village was... So that was yeah. If we wouldn't have stopped it, it would have went to the whole neighborhood. I think. Oh. Like you know what happened here, and where was it? This village in China? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is this why you keep having to move? Yeah, that's it. Why we the renters keep moving away from us across the street. Rob, Allison, and Jim. There is a saga going on, though, when it comes to Allie and her home. I'm so sorry. We found out that Allison's perfect husband that can do no wrong, Mr. Abs of Steel. The guy looks like Kevin Bacon. He runs <laughs> young Kevin Bacon. He runs a 5:30 pace. He can do the Olympic marathon if he wanted to. Has a flaw. He doesn't know how to do laundry. <laughs> he does. I think he was just in a rush. No. And he-, he shrank a shirt. I mean, <laughs> how do you do that? And one that I had only worn once. Mm-hmm. And I paid $50 for. <laughs> but he found it cheaper online. He found a knockoff. It's not a knockoff. It's it. the same shirt. Yeah, it's a knockoff. deeply discounted now. From $50 down to $15. Yes. That's pretty cool. I mean, that's so. just another reason why he's so amazing. Michelle, what, what was it, Michelle? Michelle's stopping by. What's up here, Michelle? I wanted to ask Allie about her shirt. What was the material that it's made of? That's a good question. Hmm, let me see. Sounds like you have some advice for Allie. Well, I have had that happen to me before, and all you have to do is set it, get a, some cold water, put some fabric softener in it, let it sit in there for about... 30 minutes, rinse it out, and you can stretch it back out to the correct size. Oh. Oh. And then so I would have, have two. That's what I was thinking. I did look at the tag and it said, you know, delicate machine wa- hand wash and all that. And so mm-hmm. I was like, oh, there's no hope. But you've given me hope. Yes. You, it sounds like you learned this from personal experience. I actually forgot to get some stuff. I usually toss a little bit after it's washed just to take the wrinkles out. And I forgot to take them out, dried all the way. And I was like, oh, dear, this is never going to fit again. I looked online and there was a method used suggested doing this, so I decided I would try it, and it worked. Hopefully, Allie, it'll work for you, too. I think it will. And if I try it, and it works, and I end up with two of these shirts, you guys are going to think I'm wearing this shirt, like, all the time. Only if you do it two days in a row. But, you know, when I had that moment where I balled it up and I threw it across the room in anger, I wasn't at my best, but... Can you imagine Hope this mild-mannered me. Allison Storm it throwing to all of us. things across the room? I thought she only did it here. <laughs> Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. You all know there's a lot of important information that's floating out there, but um, Jim Ban, our producer, has really important information, very valuable info that you need to know. Yes, I'm talking hygiene this morning. Uh, not because of anybody in this room necessarily. I did put on deodorant this morning, Me I promise too. you. Yeah. Okay, well. Both pits. <laughs> I covered both pits. Then I have nothing to talk about. <laughs> okay, good. Actually, I learned my uh, hygiene from from uh, baboons. <coughs> um, okay. 
Does that explain a lot? Were you Tarzan or something? What? Uh, yeah, a little bit. But uh, there is a zoo in the UK that they were noticing the uh, baboons were uh, flossing. Isn't that cute? Flossing. How did they know how to do that? I don't know. I don't know. It's just like a natural thing. I don't know if this is what all ba- baboons do. Their teeth. Their teeth, yeah. Okay. Not the dance. <laughs> Not the little dance craze everyone's doing. No, they're actually like taking their own hair and flossing their teeth. Plus, they, they gave them old brooms. I don't know why. They just said, hey, what do we do with these old brooms? Give them to the baboons. So they take it and just tore it apart and use that as floss. Mm-hmm. So apparently they really get into this. So it wasn't the dental hygienist or hygienist. Thought you had a floss. They're apparently baboons. They're, they're better at it than we are, because you know lots of people don't floss. Mm-hmm. How about you? How often do you floss? Every every day. You kind of paused when you said that. He did. I didn't, didn't he? really believe. I do. You. Yeah. I know it might no, not look like it, but to, I do. You had to think. Uh, every every week. <laughs> I mean day. Anyway, every month. The the workers are a little baffled by this, but this is what they think. Maybe they enjoy the sensation of, of something between the teeth, and maybe they are trying to get rid of a little piece of food or something. But, um, yeah, it's amazing that we are watching baboons at Painton Zoo doing this. It's like they're, like they're getting ready for the show, like for the people. To, hey, hey, before we open, let me finish flossing. Mm-hmm. And they sure there's the nothing cameras. in between their teeth. Yeah. Mm. It's nice. Isn't that cute? So let's get back to Jim not flossing every day. I do floss. No, you don't. I do. No, you paused. I, Allie's a journalist. I she giving, would know. I was giving <laughs> you time to think signs. about it. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs>